Um, I think it's good. I hate to say this, and yeah, you can tweet at me all you want. I think it might be Kenny Britt for first couple weeks. I think he's got a shot, man. I really do. Meanwhile, Austin or Dill, I just want to let you know that you are valued, and I appreciate you editing this. Now, please take out that Kenny Britt uh, statement. That was, that was sad. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rockin' with the best NFL fantasy football podcast We talking mock drafts, running backs Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Eat, Sleep, Fantasy All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the 108 of Fantasy Football Podcasts. If you're not sure what that is, just go ahead and ask Siri. Go ahead and ask Siri, hey Siri, 108. And just, you know, she'll be able to give you the answer. My name is Christian Brito. You can follow me on Twitter at EatSleepFF, which is our main Twitter handle. And joining me, interestingly enough, on this pod is Mr. John Chapman. What's up, John? Oh, you know, just anytime there's an emergency, that's whenever, uh, you know, I want to wait it. And uh, it, it's always important to know how to get help. Exactly. So I'm, I'm very glad that you understood my reference. And for those of you that don't know, just go ahead and try it out. Um, and see what happens there. Um, no regrets. No regrets. So joining me tonight is not Dale. He's not here. He didn't even give an excuse to me. He was just like, hey, man, I can't make it. Like, that's when you know <laughs> you're full of shit. It's you don't even bother coming up with an excuse. He that's just totally melded in. Be... <laughs> he just, like, phoned in the excuse. He's like, you understand, man. I'm not going to make it. Like, Okay, like it's, what's the reason though? It's so office space. Like, yeah, Bob, I'm just not going to be able to make it in tomorrow. So, good yeah. luck with your stuff and uh, peace. Like, yeah. it's just yeah, it's the Dale of excuses. Hey guys, Dale here. Uh, I am editing this episode for Christian and John tonight. Uh, sorry I couldn't make it, uh, but I could not stand the bashing anymore. Just letting you know that my wife was angry, my baby was crying, I hadn't eaten dinner yet, and it was really late. And so, um, yeah, sorry I missed you guys tonight. But I will be back, and uh, I'll be back uh, with a vengeance. And yet he still expects the the pod recorded, the TPS reports, <laughs> like all of it. The fuck so, is a PC load letter? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so John is here. Uh, if you guys don't know who John is by now, you probably should. John is one of the hosts of our, what do we call it, spinoff pod? Yeah, uh, Dynasty and DFS pod, uh, presented by Eat Sleep Fantasy. Um, me, Austin, exactly. and Steve, we break down Dynasty stuff in the offseason and DFF stuff in uh, in season. And so that's what we're kind of going with now. And lots of betting options and all kinds of stuff. So it's a lot of fun. Just type in DFS wherever you get your podcast. We're DFS and Dynasty. Absolutely. If you want to be our part of our listener league, once you check out their show, the easiest entry possible you can do is 
go ahead and review their show, the ESF uh, Dynasty and DFS podcast. Give them a five-star review. Send in that screenshot. Where are they sending that screenshot? To, uh, you are going to sorry. email or send it to dfsanddynasty at gmail.com. So dfsanddynasty uh, at gmail.com. And we've got quite a few entrants already, but we haven't picked. We've only picked one. So we still have a lot of spots to give out. And we are looking for the most, I don't know, eat, sleep, fantasy-worthy reviews. So be extreme, be funny. Um just go crazy with it, and we're going to pick the most exciting ones we can find. So, absolutely. Uh, today on our show, you know, we're we're going to be talking a little bit about the other side of the coin on our live show, on our uh, private show that we hosted. Uh, we talked a little bit about players that are potentially overrated. So we're going to do the opposite of that: some undervalued players, some players that we think potentially could. Uh, spring up as values throughout this uh, NFL season, throughout this fantasy season, and not necessarily just later round guys, but guys in general that we think uh, could you know potentially just be steals in the draft, whether it's a six-round wide receiver that has a fourth-round value or whatever it might be, just some guys that we think could be beneficial to your fantasy team come this season. Before I get right into that, though, I do want to remind you guys to check out our draft kit and check out some of our subscriptions on eatsleepfantasy.com. If you go to our website, right there, the main button, subscribe to Eat Nation. We've got several different packages starting at just $5 for the year. Our best value is the one that comes with the draft kit, you know, and some swag and all that, um, which is the silver package. Just check it out, guys. We've gotten some great feedback so far. Um, go ahead and check that out, eatsleepfantasy.com. And I will throw this in. Uh, we are now offering DFS lineups where we give you uh, several different lineups for each format, DraftKings, FanDuel, 50-50, one-on-one tournament. And so we take all the work for you and put it on there. And they're super cheap. It's only 5 bucks a week just because we want to get you hooked on it. And we are playing the same lineups that we are putting out there. And so we want to let you know, like, this is our money too. And, man, we're, we're going to make some money together. So that's on the membership page as well. Just add that one on. It's only 5 bucks a week, and we're going to make that back for you anyway. So, Absolutely. All right, John, you ready to go ahead and dive in? We're going to start here with a little bit of news. News, news, news. Uh, yeah, uh, the biggest news as far as fantasy football concerned is Sony Michelle, the rookie running back for the New England Patriots out of Georgia. They picked him up in the first round. He is going to be out, and they are draining his knee. Uh, hashtag sounds awful. So <laughs> this there was some knocks on him during the draft process that perhaps he's got some long-term lingering knee issues. And to be a rookie in the NFL and get your knee drained is not ideal. <laughs> that is usually when you've been playing for five, six, seven years in the in the league. So this is huge. Where what? How does this affect your outlook of him? To me, I am actually kind of digging this. Um, I think he is a great player that landed in a shitty situation, right? I think if we saw Sonny Michelle land in uh, Tampa Bay, if we saw him land in Denver, if we saw him land in Seattle, he'd probably be the second running back off the board. 
much higher than the second running back right now. Like probably higher than Geis, you know, right there in like the second, third round, probably not at Barkley's level, but you know, really high up because coming out of college, he was everybody's second, third, maybe fourth running back. But I think he's deserving of that kind of pedigree coming out of Georgia. And so he lands in a crappy situation. People were still drafting him too high because of the talent, right? Because you assume even if it's the Patriots, the cream's going to rise to the top. I like it when you talk about cream, by the way. Yeah, I was concerned as soon as I said that. (laughs) I could hear it in your voice. You can't leave that. you got to lead with confidence. You stare them in the eyes when you're talking about that stuff and just move on. Yeah. So um, this, to me, is the perfect situation because we're already seeing Michelle's ADP start to drop to maybe a level where I'm comfortable. This seems like something really minor to me. It's just a cleanup procedure. We see this happen to players all the time. But because it's a super fantasy relevant person, we're going to put more stock into it than we need to. This is something that in the span of a week, he'll be fine. He'll be back at camp and practicing and we're probably going to see him in the preseason and my belief, right? We may or may not, but my belief will see him some in the preseason. Um, and I think he's going to be just fine. And my hopes is that, you know, put out some scary news and then finally he'll be at a point where I'm comfortable drafting him. Um, it's good for Rex Burkhead, I guess. If yeah. he doesn't, if he doesn't uh, end up being anything good this year, but I'm actually digging it. I'm going the other way. Yeah, and so I'll say this. His ADP has dropped a full round. He was going in the middle of the fourth. Now he's going in the middle of the fifth round, which is good. And if he does not play in that last preseason game, do not start him week one, regardless of whatever the hell Bill Belichick and the Patriots say. If you do not see him have a play in the preseason, do not start him week one. It's just don't do it. <laughs> it's risky enough as it is starting a no, New I England agree. running back. It, but. This is something that would have to develop into trust, <laughs> right? You know, if you see Sonny Michelle doesn't do anything in the, in the preseason at all, and, you know, he comes out here and <laughs> doesn't have any sort of background to show you that they're going to trust him, then obviously you can't, especially with the Patriots. So. Right. Um but I, the procedure is not something that's killing me or worrying me so much that I'm going to avoid him. If it, if it brings him into a point where he drops now to where I feel comfortable, then he might actually be a value to me. So I like it. Um, if I can get him right after I already have two running backs, two wide receivers maybe, and he's my flex or maybe my first bench player, I like that. Yeah, the upside's there for sure. So let's move on. Let's talk about the Browns for a couple pieces of information. Uh, They traded away former first-round pick Corey Coleman, wide receiver out of Baylor, for a, get this, not a next-year seventh-round pick, but a 2020 seventh-round pick. Talk about giving somebody away. Yeah. Um, This was weird. Well, the, the problem is this. You know, they've made it very, very clear that they are getting rid of everybody. And I think um, Phil Yates tweeted this out, and it's it's hilarious. Um, every first-round pick from 2012 to 2016, they had eight, are all off of the team. 
So listen to these are their last first round picks. Trent Richardson was traded away in one year. That was actually a really good trade by them to get rid of him. Brandon Whedon, Barkevis Mingo, Justin Gilbert, Johnny Manziel, Danny Shelton, Cam Irvin, and Corey Coleman. Like, ugh, it just makes me want to take a shower. Like it's just yeah. awful. But I've seen Corey Coleman. I mean, despite the <laughs> breaking his hand and not staying on the field, he's shown some potential to give him away for free is kind of a head scratcher. Well, here's the, and and all the news coming out of the Browns, which I'm pretty pumped about hard knocks, which starts pretty soon. um, He didn't know how to play football. He came out of that art Bryles air raid system down in Baylor. And if you remember, I mean, Josh Gordon was there too for a year before he got kicked off. They don't teach you how to play football there. You don't memorize plays. You look over, to the sideline, and they tell you one route, which you only run three. You run a slant, a stop, and a go route. That is the only routes he ever ran. So athleticism, on point, got it, but he showed up not understanding football terminology, couldn't run the route tree, and so you're just drafting an athlete. And I think the biggest problem was <laughs> they draft this other guy. This is our next piece of news. Antonio Callaway out of Florida with way Great. more question marks, and they loved him. He, he's been going with the ones all through camp already. And so they're like, well, screw it. Let's just trade away Corey Coleman, and we'll put this new rookie in there. He looks way better already. And then he gets found with marijuana in his car. (laughs) Now, what makes it even worse is he was kicked off of Florida. He already (laughs) tested positive at the combine. (laughs) He tested positive (laughs) at the combine, one of two players. And he also was kicked off of Florida for this same issue. So this is not a new issue. And right. the funny thing is, is <laughs> when they asked him about it, he had a great there. interview where he said, oh, you know, I haven't driven my car in a while, and so I don't know how that got in there. <laughs> so, like, sure you don't, man. Uh, but, yeah, he's going to be suspended now. So he, he's already in the substance abuse program. Like, this is a minimum four-game suspension is my assumption. Right. So the Browns went from – Hey, we got a ton of potential wide receiver because the pass catcher situation is still great. I think um, if you're a mediocre quarterback stepping into that situation, um, which they have two of them, but um, <laughs> but they got great pass catchers in my opinion. You got Josh Gordon, who Lord knows when he's going to come back to that team. You got Jarvis Landry, who I continue to think is a very underrated player in the NFL. He might not have the all of the physical abilities of a, Ch- a Josh Gordon, but he definitely knows what to do once he gets on the field. Um, and But then you trade away Corey Coleman, the guy that you mentioned that was running with the ones in Callaway is not going to be there probably for a couple games at least. It's a little bit of an unfortunate situation for the Browns who everybody was looking at this situation like, yay, we got a bunch of weapons, but don't worry, guys. It's the Browns. They'll figure out how to mess it up. And that's the thing. Like they put every – you go back and you look at those draft picks – that they busted on, all of them had major question marks. And they don't change that. It doesn't matter who the GM is. The ownership there is fine taking these huge, risky players. And if you look at what they did this year, who do you take with the number one overall pick? Baker Mayfield, who I think will be successful, but he's got a lot of question marks. Um, They just don't learn, man. The Browns are going to Browns. Do you want to talk a little bit about Josh Gordon? Because he still hasn't reported to camp. Uh, We're sitting here... It's it's late Tuesday night. This episode is going to drop Wednesday morning. Um, we're talking about Josh Gordon is still not uh, not reported to camp. He's somewhere in Gainesville, which I mean, 
is always good. <laughs> red flag right there, man. <laughs> red flag right there. I lived there for two years, okay? It's a red flag. Um, what's going on there? Is he going to be back? Is he going to be ready to go week one? So um, we just talked really bad about the Browns. Uh, I will give them – I have constantly given them praise with how they're handling this situation. So the NFL league calendar year in the contract with the CBA basically says – 30 days before your initial kickoff to start the regular season, everybody has to report to camp. And if you do not report to camp within those 30 days, which that hit yesterday for the Browns, you lose your year of basically a full contract year. This is the terminology that's used in all contracts uh, for retirement, for being paid out, for just everything. And so they could have said, oh, screw it. And it wouldn't count as an accrued season, which basically what this means is this. Next year, Josh Gordon would have been a restricted free agent instead of an unrestricted free agent. So the Browns could have done that, and they would have won that case. However, they extended it and denied it on their own accord and applied for an exception and were given it by the NFL. And so they're doing a lot of behind-the-scenes work to kind of allow Josh Gordon to be at bay 